0: Hello guys, welcome back to Inside Out. Um, Absolutely wrapped that you are here today. I hope everyone has had a really nice week. Sorry the episode's a little bit late this week. I have been battling, first of all, four kids at home last week with two out of four homeschooling. And as you guys know, I have two babies, so that was a bit um, crippling to say the least. And then over the weekend, Jessie has developed croup. So the kids are home from daycare today and they were home from daycare all week last week as well. We've had COVID tests, you know, all the things are going on in this house and I have not had the ability to give myself the space and time to edit all the episodes that I know that you're going to love that are coming really soon, so I promise they'll be here. Please bear with me, but I felt called to share a conversation that I had with a girlfriend um, about a week ago. I just got me thinking this morning um, about some things that have been going on online in the space, and I was like, you know what, I feel like i I think I need to just share this with my audience. So that's why I'm showing up today um, to share all these things. Now, as I just said, I just wanted to structure this episode a little bit differently this week and just make it more of a powwow with a QA and a at the end. Um, but yeah, I was sharing with my girlfriend, hello Bonnie, if you're listening, that I've been really tapped down on social media lately. Um, I discontinued my contractual agreements with a few brands that I was working with for both paid sponsorships and unpaid gifted products. The exchange in energy and my time just far outweighed the advantage of having free products in my hands. And you know what? If... I genuinely love a product. I have no problem paying for it, um, I think, and then sharing it to my social media. Like, I just, I love supporting small businesses and I love supporting Australian brands and I love supporting, you know, products that genuinely make a difference. So I'm always going to support those people regardless um, if it was gifted or paid and I just think that I need to remove that from my personal brand and what my goal is here and my goal is to provide, not influencer. Um, type content. Anyway and I think a lot of people discover this when they begin creating a personal brand and I just felt like I sort of started to attract some people that weren't really interested in the deep meaningful conversations that I'm having here on the podcast and they were somewhat fluffy followers on Instagram or Facebook just clicking follow and not really caring about what I'm here for. Um, When I would show up online I then was falling into this serious imposter syndrome and self-doubt and limiting beliefs and I just started thinking I was not good enough for this space how am I ever going to grow how do I get people to listen to my podcast because Instagram you know the algorithms killing everyone at the moment and if you're not showing up in a sense that is almost dramatic and causing a, a ripple effect in the Instagram world and having conversations that cause debate and talking about things that you know some people do find hard. That's not me. I'm not someone that wants conflict. I'm not sitting here going, I'm going to pick a fight with someone so that you know I get clicks. I'm, I'm just not about that. And it just started making me feel really overwhelmed and like I don't want to be in that space anymore. And the thing with that is, you know, you can have a hundred good things and then one bad thing and it makes you just over the edge almost so yeah I decided that I was going to withdraw or discontinue all of my contractual agreements um paid and unpaid and that has been like a weight off my shoulders um this isn't why I started the podcast for financial benefit not what not one bit whatsoever and I really need to honor that and come back to empowering my decision with that um A couple of things that I wanted to share with you, which I did discuss with my girlfriend um, on that phone call, and she was like, you need to share this with people. Like, People need to hear this, so that's why I'm sharing it. Thank you, Bond. A couple of things. Firstly, I want this podcast to be an encyclopedia for women, so for you to have a problem and come here and find support in your journey, whether that be emotional, physical or spiritual well-being – This space for me is about bringing light to conversations that I have with the quality women in my own life, but publicly, like we all go to a restaurant, I'm in a big group of girlfriends, and we all just sit around with fluffy chit chat, never diving into what deems too confronting or too hard to talk about, and I'm not here for those conversations. That's not the topics that I want to discuss with people. I want to show up authentically. I want to show up in real life authentically with these conversations you know, being had. I don't care about the weather. I don't care about things that don't make, I don't care about things that aren't nourishing um, mentally, physically, all of that. So anyway, and I don't know where this podcast is going to take me. I'm passionate about a lot of things fast food that's healthy, moving your body for joy, community, connection, honest tales of motherhood and the hard questions, you know, surrounding sex, relationships, women's health, all the the things. But the why for me is the one, the one woman that this resonates with, the one woman that messages and says, thank fuck for that episode. It was like the universe forced me to hear that. The one woman that tells me she feels less alone listening to these stories. That's my why. I wanted to give you a little depth behind why you might not see me showing up as much online in terms of Instagram. I have created so many beautiful connections and I do feel so honoured to have the opportunity to speak at the scale that I do for so many women and support in ways I didn't know that I physically ever could. But sometimes we need to take a step back to protect our energy and protect our heart in order for our future selves to give more energy to the things that we love. Anyway, I will still be here doing my best to empower educate and encourage you through thought-provoking conversations with inspiring guests from all walks of life so I hope you stick around if you haven't already make sure that you hit subscribe because the next four weeks assuming my baby's health <laughs> is totally a-okay um, I will have some incredibly motivating and inspiring episodes to share with you um these episodes have brought me nothing but fucking light in my life. I am just really excited about the next few weeks um, and the episodes that I'm sharing. So please stay tuned. Now, to get to the second half of this episode, I put out a question box on Instagram last week and I've pulled about 10 questions out of these um from you guys which I'm really excited to answer. I'll do my best to be as honest as I can with these. However, please note that I am not a professional in these fields and some of your questions um sorry, for some of your questions and I would encourage you to seek further support if you do feel like you need some more guidance um, on these. Now, also I just wanna add before we close out this first bit, your support is everything you sharing these episodes that you enjoy to your Instagram stories or leaving a review on the Apple podcast app is how you can support me to support more women it seriously lights up my whole world when I see you do that and I know that this is going to grow and reach more people that need to hear conversations just like this with your support so if you do have the time today I would really appreciate it if there is an episode that you remember that you've listened to and you're like yes this made waves in my life I implemented these changes into my world I would really appreciate it if you shared it with loved one or even just to your Instagram stories Um, I know that I try to share people other people's podcasts as well so that you guys can always feel inspiration if not from me then the people that I'm inspired by so I know it only takes about a minute to do if you have the time I would really really appreciate it all right let's dive into these questions Oh, okay. Number one, getting straight into the good stuff. Um, how do you go with finding time for in- intimacy? I'm struggling. Great question, and probably the bane of my relationship. Um, no, I feel like I need to answer this with my husband, but we are so busy. And I mean, like, we have four kids between us um we have his girls week on week off so we do get a little bit of a lull when they're not here but we have two very busy full-on toddlers we have two businesses excluding this podcast and what i'm doing right now for myself house by seven o'clock in the morning like he'll have an eight o'clock meeting and then sometimes he won't be home until after six sometimes close to seven depending if he's training in the afternoons like there is so much on our plate um and then between on and that's just on the off weeks when we don't have the girls when we do have the girls we've got sports literally four days a week um we get a lull on a friday afternoon where he'll come home early and we'll try and like eat um a meal all together as a family because the kids you know, have their sports from four till five or whatever. He's not home till 6.30. So, you know, there's there's just so much going on like any other family. And I'm so hyper aware that so many families go through this issue. And especially if you have babies. Babies are a massive cock blocker. And please excuse my honesty. I'm just, I'm going full in on this episode. But babies are a cock blocker. Babies make it really, really hard, really frustrating. Um, for a mum and for a woman when you are at home all day with fucking kids, you feel totally tapped out by the time your partner gets home. You do not feel like being touched because you've literally had someone on you all day. And that's the thing they can't comprehend. And I'm not saying that dads, that that they aren't capable. Um, I'm not saying that they're not kind and compassionate and, and empathetic towards us when we're feeling like not being physical. But this is a conversation I have with a girlfriend often. Um, Um, because I feel totally tapped out and I feel like someone's been on me all day and I feel gross and I want to have a shower and I just want 10 minutes alone and I don't often get 10 minutes alone until we hop into bed at you know 9 30 at night and for me I'm like exhausted totally disconnected from wanting in intimacy and I do find it really hard so I totally resonate with that question and I appreciate that you asked it um, because I feel like a lot of other women would resonate too and Do I have any tips? I think, first of all, find what works for you. So one thing that I'm doing at the moment is reading The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman and that has been profound in me shifting perspective um, for what my husband needs and what he needs from me. Um, I'm halfway through, so I'm not finished yet. It's something I have been meaning to read for probably five years since I heard about it, but I just never put a yeah, put it into action. But now I'm in and it has been a really, really um, good way of making conscious decisions towards improving our relationship constantly. Because my biggest goal with my marriage is that I want to evolve and grow together. I never, ever want to grow apart. And to do that, like growing and evolving as our own selves and as humans, we need to do the work. So you actually need to acknowledge what's not working and make changes and in your everyday life and create sustainable habits for it to be a, a positive outcome, if that makes sense. Um, this is totally off the cuff, so I do apologise if I'm going on a bit of a tangent here, but I would my biggest tip is find time where the two of you can spend together and I'm not talking about sitting in front of the television and watching a movie together I'm talking about time where you can actually have a conversation and connect with each other intentionally created as a habit between us is whether I'm getting up at five to go and train I'm home by six a.m and he would normally train about quarter past six and for me walking in the door or me waking up at six o'clock I get up and make our coffees or he'll get up and make our coffees if I'm I slept in or whatever and we spend because Jesse and Lola don't normally wait till about 6 30 whether it's five minutes or it's 20 minutes just we both sit up in bed and we talk about what's happening for the day we talk about how we slept we talk about our dreams like we just talk about so many things and our minds are so fresh and sharp and it's such a nice peaceful time for us and For me, it really hosts that connection that I feel like by the end of the day when I'm totally tapped out and disconnected, I feel like I haven't got throughout the day. So I do get that first thing in the morning and that's been really, really nice to just have that time together. The next thing I would obviously suggest what I just did, which is the Gary Chapman book, go and get that, have a read, but discovering your love languages and being able to work on your relationship, knowing what your partner's needs and desires are within him Um, will really enable you to make choices informed and come from a place of love whenever you're firstly feeling that disconnection or feeling tapped out and he's coming on to you and you're just like "Ugh, I just don't want to Um, or you know you're craving that intimacy from him and he's not giving it back to you like there's a reason why and the both of you maybe need to go inward on that another final thing is um, I'm really blessed to have so much support locally in terms of um, my family live really close so but if you don't have family and you have um, a casual babysitter or you haven't got a babysitter but you have a service that you could jump on board with and hire a casual net, a babysitter, someone that be can be consistent for your children to be in the care of for a couple of hours, once a fortnight, once a month, whatever works for you. You need to find what works for you and what's going to be convenient for your lifestyle. But finding that space in both of your diaries where you can go and have a meal together whether that is at seven o'clock in the morning and it includes a walk and breakfast or whether that is a late lunch or whether it's at 10 o'clock till 12 o'clock one saturday where you can go and do a class together or go and do something that would light both of you up or just go and sit on the fucking beach like just be together without your phones without the tv without the kids without all of these big distractions that are causing this massive disconnect make the space in your lifestyles to introduce that small um opportunity or window of connection and i guarantee that you'll start to feel those sparks again because it's something that we did a little while ago and it felt so good just to go it's every second thursday night my mom has the kids um my babies when the girls go back to their moms or sorry the night before the girls come back from their mom's Wait, I can't remember which one it is. Anyway, um, it's just a really nice way to close out the week or start the weekend with the um, four kids and we just get that connection from each other and some time together. So my babies stay overnight at my mum's, but I know that that's not the option for everyone. So if you do have someone that you can trust your kids to be around for a couple of hours and just find that window would be a beautiful opportunity for connection with your partner. One more tip, one more thing. Um, And I think this is really important to remember. We make time for what's important. So if it's not working right now and finding intimacy is really, really hard and finding that balance between work, mum life, um, wife life and, you know, everything around that we expose ourselves to and introduce in our everyday living that makes us so chaotically busy that we don't have time to find intimacy with our partners – Make it a priority. Something might have to give, you might have to let go of something, but you do need to make that sacrifice because your relationship is as important as the one that you host with yourself and the one that you hold with your children. Your marriage is, is of that level of importance and really honouring that and just going back to the version of yourself that fell in love with your partner and honour that, that woman who showed up for him before kids. I hope that one answered your question and I hope that gives you some support, lovely. Do you want any more kids? Okay, this is a bit of a complicated answer because I, as I've just said, two stepdaughters, two babies. If I didn't have the girls in my life, I don't think I would hesitate to have a third baby. I did not enjoy pregnancy but I actually love the newborn stage I love it so so much and I miss it so so much and every time I see a newborn I'm like oh I'd love one more but I do not want five children and the girls are my girls and I include them as my four kids when they're all together um, I do share them so that does you know Provide a bit of a disconnect between you know them having two households and things. So half the time, sure, I have two babies and I would love a third. But then the other half, when it is four kids, it is another level of chaos. So no, I have closed um closed that door and I have made the total decision that I am super comfortable with. And I have confirmed with my husband that we are not having more children. We have no intention of having more children. It's not something for our family that we want. Um, we are really looking forward to the future couple of years ahead where the babies aren't so much babies anymore and they are you know able to do things like put themselves in their car seats and buckle up their seatbelt, and you know feed themselves their dinner with a knife and fork and like I'm not talking I want them to be teenagers and leaving me but I just mean this Baby stage, having them eighteen months apart. What I didn't consider when I did that, I thought it would be awesome when they're older and they'll be best mates. But what I didn't consider is it kind of is like, and please don't come at me, twin mamas, but it is kind of like for me in my experience. I feel like this is quite close to having twins because you've, but there are different ages of development, so you know there's resistance all the time and conflict all the time, and it's it's hard, it's hard. So yeah, I am done having kids. Um, In another life maybe i would have had a third but in this one no i'm happy with my four healthy beautiful children two of whom i share and two of who are with me every single day is how do you stay motivated i'm in melbourne and in lockdown okay firstly i'm so so sorry um that you are struggling right now and I can't imagine what you're going through and please know that my inbox is always open if you just need a chat and I would even video call just for a, a girlfriend on the other end of the line to have a talk to you so please feel free to reach out um, if that's you listening that asked this question. Now to stay for motivation purposes I think that it was really important to understand that females with our menstrual cycles this heavily impacts our ability to be switched on in terms of training. So when I have, you know, when you have your period and you're not feeling awesome and you've overtired and you've got cramps and you feel that um, that pull and resistance towards exercise. And some of us know to just go with that now and go for a walk or do some yoga and take things a little bit lighter. Like, But then there's so many women that don't understand how to do that. So that's a really important thing to remember is that we do have a cycle and we will usually be motivated in particular um, weeks of our cycle or days of our cycle. Um, the other thing is there's a difference between motivation and discipline um, and discipline is what you need to have and you need to make a commitment to yourself. You need to think about the future and what you want for your future self and do you want to look back next week and go, oh, that's another week where I did fuck all or this is a week where I nailed it and I went – you know, I moved through the heavy emotions that I moved through what I thought I couldn't do and I just got stuck in and got it done because I know that I my future self always wants me to get stuck in and get shit done and I'll feel awesome and rewarded and satisfied and fulfilled if I can look back on the week prior and know that I did that or even the day prior. When I sit around and do fuck all, I feel like shit. And I am so angry and disappointed in myself. And that's not for everyone. A lot of people are happy to chill out and you know have Netflix days and stuff like that. And I love that for you. That was me 10 years ago, but now that's not enough for me. I like to be organised. It makes me feel good. I like to exercise. It makes me feel good. I like to know that I am on track with my goals. That makes me feel really good. So be disciplined with your decisions. Um, back yourself and say, no, even if I don't feel like this right now, that's okay, but I might feel like this you know, I might feel awesome after I do this and I can, you know, pretty much guarantee that you would feel awesome after you move your body in any way, shape or form. Um, I feel like you're talking about motivation in terms of exercise. I just realised that you might not have been, but if that was it, then I hope I answered that question okay for you. Okay, next question. Friendships setting boundaries, removing toxic friends, finding new friends as we age with different lifestyles, et cetera. Okay, this is a big conversation and one that I don't think I can cover in just one um, Q&A style episode. So I might do another solo episode on this and take some points from this episode though. Basically with friendships, I have gone in and out. I have had best friends. I have had friends fade. I have had friends that have really hurt me. I have disconnected myself from friends. I have literally been in any friendship of, level of toxicity that you can imagine I've experienced it and the biggest thing that I've learned is setting boundaries is so healthy and if you no longer feel like you align with someone or you feel like you're outgrowing a person um, and who they are and what they're here to be you don't have to apologize for that the biggest mistakes I think that we make in friendships is that we're apologizing for our growth we don't want to leave anyone behind because we feel like we need to please them because they're our best friend in high school or they were our best friend in primary school or you know, our mums are still friends or whatever the fucking case, we feel that we need to hold ourselves back because of other people's expectations and their social construct around friendships. And I just think that that is so wrong. And, you know, even for me, as you guys know, changing the narrative on what family means, I have a, biological brother and father that I have nothing to do with and was that hard to remove those toxic people from my life absolutely that was really hard but now I've set that healthy boundary able to release emotions and the demons that carried through my early 20s the last 10 years of my life and I think that that was a really healthy decision for, for me to do and releasing two toxic energies that I've really carried for a long time. So, in terms of friendships, I've done the same with friendships. If, if someone doesn't align with me or, or that friendship is, the, the friendships are there to connect, right? Connection is everything and if you are aligning yourself with someone who you are calling your friend and they are no longer serving the purpose of connection, um, they're not your friend anymore they're an acquaintance or it's a business transaction that's not friendship friendship is about love and compassion and forgiveness and caring and if someone doesn't have those qualities toward you then or you don't have those towards them anymore I you know I think it's safe to say that you've outgrown that person um but yeah I'm just going to touch on that because I'd like to go further inward on that in another episode so I'll leave that here but I hope that sort of answered the question and narrowed things down a little bit um but yeah, I'll do another episode on that soon. Next question, what have we got? Um, do you enjoy being an influencer? Oh my gosh, um, I don't think that I'm an influencer at all. Um, what I have come to realise is that I don't want to be um, an influencer in terms of what that means in on Instagram and social media. So in, in exchange for um, products or payment, that I am creating content for a brand. That's something that I've really realized over the last couple of months is not for me, not because I don't align with those brands or products, because everything that I've ever put out, I truly believe in and I truly wanted to support. And I think that they are incredible brands and products. And I'm so grateful for the opportunities that those brands have, have given me in terms of working with them. And um, I've taken some steps recently to realise what I love and what I don't love. And what I don't love is deadlines and being told what I can and can't do. Generated uh, the love that I have for this podcast and that my the love and the light and the empowerment and the joy that i get from holding a conversation with another woman Either on Zoom or in person, and what comes after that. So, creating the episode, um, coming up with the graphics, and then I do all the editing. I do nothing is outsourced. I do it all myself, and I enjoy that process from start to finish. But the most joy, the most excitement that I get is from having these conversations with women who light up my fucking world. Like I love these episodes that I'm putting out there, and when I say that to you, I. Don't not mean it. Every next episode is my new favourite episode because I genuinely love the conversations that I'm having so much and I get so much from these in terms of being empowered myself and educated myself and connection, that that feeling of, oh, I connect with this woman and, you know, I feel like if they live next door to me, we would be best friends, you know, like I just feel so connected in this space of the podcast. Um, so I've really really, really had some reflective time the last couple of months to know what I do and don't want and what I don't want is to be an influencer on Instagram. So what that means for me with this podcast, I don't know right now. Um, I do want to continue sharing these conversations and doing this work here because I love it so much but I do not wish to continue um, the influencer sort of title space. So I'm not going that that way with my personal brand right now. I'm not sure where I'm going, but that's not where I want to go. So I have realised that, but thank you so much for that question. Um, the next one is, what's been your biggest lesson in motherhood? Oh, good one. Um, honestly, I think my kids are my biggest teachers, um, all four of them. So when I say my kids, I'm referring to my stepdaughters as well, because I do feel... Um, I try to be as inclusive as I possibly can in every aspect they want to be included they have told me several million times that um, they love that I refer to them as their kids Um, and that's something that a lot of people won't understand and I don't expect everyone to understand it but I'm doing what's right for them and I don't do anything for anyone else so I do what's right for my four kids and that's What they like to hear, they feel connected to their brother and sister that way. They feel connected to me that way. Um, So I will continue that until they ask me no longer to do that. So that is who I'm referring to when I say that. Um, Yeah, they're my biggest teachers. My goodness, I learned so much about who I am and what I want in life from them. Um, Patience, surrendering, releasing. Um, You know, you have so many triggers that come up with kids from your own childhood and so many little traumas that pop up here and there. And it's like, fuck oh gosh I I have unlocked this memory or this pain and you know I think that if we allow ourselves to feel that when we're being triggered by our babies there is teaching opportunities here for ourselves there is learnings and involvement it's it's there if we want it so go inward on that when we can um but yeah I'd say that that has been my biggest lesson in motherhood that um your, your kids are your teachers and they will teach you what you need to hear when you need to hear it if that makes sense um next question Number seven, thoughts on macros. Oh, this is a good one. Um, I think there's a place for every lifestyle choice and finding what works for you is most important. So I do know with diet culture and I have hosted conversations here on the podcast where I've had coaches that believe that macro counting is another form of... um, you know, uh, another avenue to body dysmorphia, anorexia, and ad- addiction um, in terms of food and control and things like that. But for me, macros has taught me what my body needs, allowed me to understand what my body craves for it to thrive and to be nourished and it's really supported me in that regard I do understand that it would be triggering for a lot of people if you have struggled with addictions or if you had struggled with anorexia and bulimia things that where you have um, this need to a need to control what you're putting in your body Um, I would strongly encourage you not to go down the macro road but if you are someone that just wants to understand what food goes in your body why your body's going to thrive with certain foods and and the volumes of those foods, then I would strongly encourage you to have a crack and just learn about macronutrients um, and also learn about micronutrients because we need those as well. Um, Don't forget that, you know, you need a wholesome, nutrient-dense diet to thrive at at an optimal level. Um, It's not just these major food groups that we need to be consumed with. It's the vitamins and minerals as well. But if you want to learn more on that, I have a really incredible naturopath. His name's Peter Mullen from Mullen Health, you can go over to his Instagram. He shares loads of free content there surrounding micronutrients and macronutrients. Um, he also has his website which I'll put in the show notes for you guys. So yeah, and I also have um a couple of other people that I've worked closely with and coaches on the podcast. Um, there's an episode with Dr Kirsty Seawood that I am thinking of off the top of my head Um, and then Ashley Bowen from Warrior Woman Wellness who does this work as well so go and have a look around and just yeah educate yourself surrounding macros make sure that it's going to work for you and that it's something that aligns with you and what your choices are in life Um, because it doesn't work for everyone it doesn't need to work for everyone but I've found that it's been a really healthy approach for me to know what I'm putting in my body not have guilt surrounding certain foods that I'm eating and yeah understand what my body needs to thrive you would recommend okay that's the number eight so any books as i said earlier um love languages the five love languages by gary chapman i love dare to lead by brene brown i love both of katie dean's book who is a really good friend of mine Um, i'll put everything in the show notes actually that's probably the easiest way to answer this question i think i've got two more yep i'll put them in the show notes so go and check that out and go and have a read of those books mine is do you and steve parent the same Definitely not, not at all. We are yin and yang. Um, I am maternal. He is not. He's very man's man, but he's also so sensitive and so beautiful with the four kids. Um, yeah, we don't believe in smacking. If that helps, I be, you know I won't lie. I have tapped my son on the hand. Jesse has this thing at the moment where he punches Lola in the face. So, <laughs> so Lola is one, and Jesse is two and a half, and he literally goes up to her and he will punch her fair in the face um so there has been moments where I have tapped him on the hand I do not believe in abusing a child or you know flogging the shit out of them like sorry mum are you chasing me around the house with a wooden spoon my mum used to put a woman wooden spoon in her handbag and pull it out at Woolworths or Bilo I think it was called at the time and pull it out at Bilo and like threaten me with the wooden spoon and I was so scared of that thing um so no I'm not threatening to smack children that's something we're both on board with in terms of parenting um things that we disagree on sometimes we will always back the other parent. so even if I don't agree with him at the time and I, I'm feeling like well wrong call i will not degrade that choice in front of any of the kids we'll just have a talk later i'll explain my reasons why and he'll explain his his reasons why and then we'll go from there that's how i've sort of always parented it's we worked together for seven years prior um to having kids so we've always bounced off each other really well as in terms of business so i think that that um has yeah come down from our our business exchanges when we would bounce off each other in the workplace especially about staff and making decisions about hiring and firing and that sort of thing so I guess that that's reflective in our relationship with having children now Um, but yeah I think you need to just respect your partner um, respect their choices and even if they're making the wrong call at that time if they're not physically harming their child of course um, outside of that Back your partner wholeheartedly no matter what and then have a chat later and just explain why you think that that was probably not called for or, or let them do the same to you and be open to it um, and, yeah, move forward and, yeah, just always, always be on the same page. Um, and I just think that mutual respect of you, you're both a parents, and just because a parent's coming in doing something you don't agree with doesn't give you the right to then parent a parent in front of your children. I think that that's really degrading and I would just encourage people not to do that. Any regrets and if so, what do they look like? Oh, big question. Um, I think my biggest regret is not honouring me and not loving myself and making a really – long list of poor choices because of those two things and not knowing who I was um, when I was quite young and making decisions that were impactful to other people and hurting people Um, I won't go into intricate details because of you know that that involves too many people that I care about but yeah making really poor choices because of the lack of worthiness that I had for myself and not knowing how to process that. I wish that I'd had the information and knowledge I have now. I really fucking do and I hope that my kids don't grow up with this this lack of worthiness. In fact I know they won't because of, you know, who I am and what I stand for now. And the other thing is probably my biggest regret is not backing myself and my decisions hard enough. Not understanding when I say no, I mean I'm I don't want to do that thing or go that place. And not letting people convince me otherwise. Um, really hard one to answer I don't have any regrets in terms of like big events that I can think of off the top of my head but I can think I guess of I suppose a long list of of choices that I made over a significant number of years uh, uh, before I met my husband and before um, I had children that probably were not the best choices and um, I wish that I had it been a different version of myself but I didn't love myself and if I didn't make those choices I wouldn't be where I am today and so I respect that and I appreciate that and that almost makes me not regret them but I guess that's as close as I can think of as regrets in my life I don't think that we should regret anything I think we we have lessons and opportunities um, where we can learn from mistakes and it's important to acknowledge those but I don't feel that regret would really get us anywhere um, but yeah I appreciate that question um the last question is what would you tell your younger self um this is a big question I don't know why I'm getting emotional but I am um I think that I would just tell my younger self that the life that you dream of and everything that you want is coming just wait and be patient I was so scared that I was going to end up alone and I think that that controlled a lot of my choices when I was younger and um yeah i just would probably tell myself that it's it's all coming just wait you'll get everything you ever dreamed of which i yeah when i take a moment to take in my current life and all the things i have and it is the picture that i had in my head when i was like 10 years old i remember it so well and yeah i'm just so grateful and incredibly blessed Thank you all so much for those questions. Um, if you did send them through, I'm sorry I didn't get to all of them. Um, but yeah, I really appreciate it, and it's so nice to connect with you in a way on the podcast that I haven't really done before. So thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. Of course, if you enjoy it, make sure that you leave a review or share to your Instagram. I'd really appreciate it. And I hope that everyone has a beautiful week. Another episode will be up next week um, for a little more valuable content from me that you won't be getting on Instagram over the next couple of weeks. Um, it will all be on email. So if you would like to go. to my website www.insideoutwithchris.com.au and you can leave your email and i will be sending you through some beautiful recipes um little love notes and some workouts if you're interested and of course all the details on the new episodes coming up so please make sure that you go and jump on my mailing list i hope everyone has a beautiful day and thank you again for listening Thank you for listening to today's episode of Inside Out. I really want to grow in this space and make sure these stories and experiences are heard. If this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. Please leave me a review and hit subscribe to ensure you don't miss our next conversation. Please also join me on Instagram and let me know what you thought about this episode at Inside Out with Chris. I can't wait to share more with you really soon.